0: look Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new bumble now he is the best defense attorney in the world he's my Best buddy for 43 years. I'm so proud of him. He's on this show every week. He's the great Joseph Tacopina. Good morning, Tac.
1: Say good morning. Sorry about that. I thought it was 935, not 925, but that's my... That's <laughs> okay. My that's
0: story. all right. brother. Uh, <laughs> whenever you're on, it's great to have you. So give me the latest. What's going on with a bunch of items? Let's start with uh, Donald Trump.
1: Well, you know, we're plowing ahead. We uh, we're starting a trial in uh, April in federal court in New York. You know, the first trial, really, that I think from all these litigations, it's going to occur um, regarding, uh, regarding uh, let's see, I could do this without getting in trouble, but uh, an <laughs> allegation of sexual assault in a Bergdorf-Goodman changing room 27 years ago. Um, so that first surfaced when uh, the, the alleged victim wanted to write a book and sell a book and add Donald Trump's name into it. But, you know, that's, that's all I could say about that. We're in federal court. We have a, a judge who I have an awful lot of respect for, and I want to not run to of the rules, but that case is going to be on trial. I mean, we're really going to trial in April on, on that case. Uh,
0: yes. so Justin, I can't uh, hear Joe while you're talking to me. But yes, three of them did uh, get that. All right, so that uh, that starts next week. Now I did so see Rihanna. Month, April. April yeah, he's talking April, to me about April, uh, Patty April. and Van Zandt and a bunch of people getting COVID while you're talking. Which COVID was done. I mean, Josh, I appreciate the information, but I can't hear Joseph. Uh, the the next one I ask you about is uh, is A$AP Rocky because the world got a chance, Joe Tacopina, to see Rihanna at the halftime show. And it was brutal. I know some people were there. They're like, oh, Sid, you had to be here. No, I didn't. The outfit looked ridiculous. I know she's pregnant. God bless her. That was an awful outfit. There was, the choreography sucked. Yeah, she was up in the sky, blah, blah, blah. And I love her music. I love her music. It was one of the worst halftime shows I've ever seen. But then again, you're involved with her significant other, Aesop Rocky. What's going on there?
1: Yeah, I represent both of them. I mean, I had dinner with them Saturday night at their house before the Super Bowl. Did just you really do that? Did things. you really? Yeah, 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 you, yeah. It was. It was just the three of us. I you are, you
0: are the man, the
1: Joe. You're the so man. Rocky and I were just hanging out. At one point, they were getting all their stuff done. I was holding the baby, so I mean, it was like, it was a great night. You know, it was a relaxing night, not exactly the pre Super Bowl parties that were all out there. Everyone was going to. I was I was playing uh, Mister Dad with Rocky, who was a great guy and a great father. Um, and then they're a great couple; they really are. So I could. Disagree with you more? Of course I not. Thought it was electric. A performer? It was and awful. I, did. I mean, I did. It, it was awful. Said, oh, yeah. Come on, you're out of your mind. I love the fact and you the fact had, di- I had. I love the sales, fact you had dinner with the
0: them. Listen, buddy, if you had dinner with Charles Manson on Saturday night, you would have told me he was a great writer. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. No, no, no. no, no, no,
1: no. You, can, you can't dispute Rihanna's, you know, status as the queen. I mean, she really is amazing. Right. What she does, the the right. audience was incredible, and Rocky's a phenomenal. Not only an artist, but he's a model for Gucci, for Yves Saint Laurent. I mean, the guy's the guy's got it all going on. He's an artist, so they're a very impressive group. And I will tell you what, you know, I represent a lot of entertainers. A$AP Rocky to me is a different level of guy. He's just a terrific person, really is. I'm not because I represent him. I represent others. This guy is, has an intellect that is very, very different. And we were talking about ph- philosophy and, and 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 things you would never imagine but he's one of the smartest people I've ever met.
0: See, that's shocking to me because, and I don't know Aesop Rocky, and not that he's that intelligent, but, you know, you represented Leonardo DiCaprio and Foxy Brown and A-Rod's a moron, but a lot of really, really smart people. I'm surprised to hear you say
1: that. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, I I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I represent a lot of entertainers, as you know, um, a lot of rappers from, from Meek and YG and everyone else and Dan Snyder, the owner of the NFL team, and yeah, A-Rod and others. But, but I'm, I'm not taking anything away um, But I represented you. <laughs> so, so a That's true. Right. And, my, and I miss, no, this and thing, I miss, I miss too, by miss, the way. I miss, of course, yeah. Yeah, but he should, he, and Sean Hadley, I mean, smart, smart people. And I'm not saying Rocky's smarter than everyone I've ever represented. He's just an incredibly intellectual uh, individual who's a really, really nice guy. Like the guy is un- un- an unbelievably nice person. It's, he's, he's not caught up in his stardom and his fame. And look, I mean, the guy's like got it all, right? He's married to Rihanna. Um, you know, they have a family together. He's successful in his own right. I mean, but uh, he's a, a really, really terrific guy and a really nice guy. Just to have a chat with. Right. So as you know, the- oh, you know, was cool. By the way, oh. Oh, I got to tell you this. You'll like this. Oh. So I'm sitting there. That the, Mike Rubin, who owns Fanatics, had this. Super Bowl party the day before, and I was in there, and I was in the, the ropes off the area with Jay-Z, and Kevin Hart was in there, and, and uh, Lil Baby, and Meek Mill was oh, in there. Oh, by the and, way, brother, you were you, you,
0: you, you starting to drop names uh, like Pat O'Brien. <laughs> not, to, not
1: to drop names, not to drop names. These are my clients. I mean, you know I represent these people, so it's yeah. not like I'm dropping names. Right? You know, Kevin Hart happened to be in there, which is cool, but I'm sitting there talking to some guy sit for 15, 20 minutes next to me. I didn't know who it was. Nicest guy. I was such a humble guy. And I thought he was an entertainer. I was like, so are you you a rapper or what's your genre of music? He goes, no, I'm an athlete. I said, oh, you're an athlete. What do you play? He said, football. And I said, football. And I'm looking at him. And he now starts to look familiar. And he has a diamond number three on his chest. I said, what team do you play for? Oh, Hamlin. He said, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, Hamlin. He said, Buffalo Bills. I go, are you number three on the Buffalo Bills? He Mm -hmm. said, yeah. I go, come here, Lamar, give me a hug." Yeah. I hugged this guy. He was such an, oh, my God. Yeah. What
0: a nice guy he was. No, he, he, he was on the TV uh, pregame show. He's incredibly likable. I think the, you know, the Fox and the NFL does uh, that story the service when not once but twice Kurt Menifee describes his situation as a tragedy. It would have been a tragedy if the kid would have died. He's 24 years old. He's going to play football again. That's not a tragedy. Okay. They got to stop with no, that. I
1: agree with you. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It wasn't a tragedy. You're right. It would have been a tragedy if he, if he died or could never play again. Or he's he's ready to go. I mean, he looked great and he sounded great and he has very high hopes for his future. Yeah, no, so he, he's that a nice was, kid. That was something that was cool to me. That was something that was cool for
0: me. Yeah, because he was really such a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is a nice kid. I, every time I see him, and I, now you got to see him personally, but every time I see him, I do like him. So, uh, you know my boss, the great John Katz He's not just my boss, but a dear friend. Him great. and his beautiful oh, great wife.
1: Guy. Great, great guy.
0: Great guy. And I they know, they own Gristidis and D'Agostino's, and they've been... suffering through a lot of shoplifting over the last year, all the crime in New York City. I mean, they've they've had huge issues. And the mayor, Eric Adams, was up in Albany yesterday fighting on the barrel reform stuff And he talked about how the, the shoplifting is actually costing some of these New York City workers their jobs. But it looked like another day where Adams was up there and didn't get done what we need to be done. What are your thoughts on the whole shoplifting issue?
1: I, it's, it's unbelievable to me that this is allowed to happen in, in, in this day and age. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's an epidemic. It really is an epidemic. It's a shoplifting epidemic. I've been in Dwayne Reeves in the city where guys just come in, not masked up. They take a case of beer, they smile. They walk right out. I'm waiting to pay for my toothpaste. They walk right out, and they're gone. And it's just like not even – no one rings a bell. Yeah. No one says, hey, stop. Yeah. they just like wave and They go. And it's like – I just said to you guys, that's cool. we want to have because we're not allowed to do anything. I so said, You're not allowed to do it. So imagine if I owned Duane Reed's. I mean, chain stores are closing down. People are being employed in those stores, are losing their jobs. And, you know, so they're adding to our unemployment. It's unbelievable that law enforcement's hands are literally tied because that's considered a, a petty crime. These petty crimes, these, these quality of life crimes, would make the city intolerable for many now. And it's unbelievable to see people allowed to steal. Steal without having any consequences whatsoever. It's honestly it's disgusting. I almost want them to stop the guy. Then I'm like, yeah, that's what I need right now. You know, getting, oh, what, it would have been great. You would have been like,
0: you would have been a hero. You would have been in the paper.
1: Yeah, no. I would have been the one assault case that they prosecuted. So, you know, I would have gone after. I would have knock them out. I would have been the assault case if they want a million dollars of bail. Well, you
0: know you're right you're right just stay out of it you're better off especially with these people well, here they get angry over it's crazy. everything it's crazy. Uh, on the way out uh george santos says i'm not leaving oh. i don't know what the, what the what the legal ramifications are here lot that money of course that seven hundred thousand, still not explained but
1: i'm not leaving
0: what do you think about that
1: oh well, he's leaving it may not be of his own accord or his own will <laughs> he is leaving he's going to be indicted there's there's multiple criminal investigations going on. He's committed fraud after fraud. He actually admits he committed fraud, and he's so arrogant that he thinks he's going to get reelected again. I mean, he's leaving. He's going to be charged. There's in my mind, there's no doubt. The federal prosecutors are already looking at him. That's a problem. And he's made some serious misrepresentations on his on his you know um, campaign documents and whatnot. But more importantly, he's a fraud. Even his constituents want him out. Yep. So the people who thought he was somebody who they like, or just, a, a, you know, a person that sort of represented them, they realize he's nothing but a grifter, and he's a grifter who has stolen time and again, and he's, you know, he's a fraud from A to Z. And it's unbelievable that he sits there with this arrogant, smug look in his <laughs> face when he's in Congress, thinking he belongs. <laughs> no one wants him. So he's going to be charged, those so days. That's it's, it's inevitable. It is absolutely inevitable. And that was just a move on his part to go from anonymity, where he apparently lived the life of fraud and, and, and got away with all these different frauds, to put himself in the public spotlight. Right <laughs> I thought it was a terrific move on his part. Stupid. So now he'll spend the rest of his life in jail, <laughs> where he otherwise had skated free. Oh, um, but you know, the people are people are, are strange.
0: Uh, they are Joseph. Uh, another great appearance. Thank you so much for hopping on on this Thursday. I guess next week you'll be back to your regular eight forty a.m. Friday slot. Yes, sir. But as always, a uh, tremendous job today. I love you. Thank you so much. It was great. Okay,
1: brother. Talk to My today.
0: man, Joe Tacopina, best defense attorney in the country.
1: Info at gobblelaw.com. Gabo Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.